This is Before the Light Goes Out with Catherine Williams. So my very first guest on the podcast Before the Light Goes Out is bass player from The Magic Numbers and she has a solo career, plays bass and guitar for lots of other artists. Welcome, Michelle Stoddart. Hello, Catherine Williams. <laughs> what do you think, Yeah, want? this is new, I like it. <laughs> the basic idea of the podcast is just to talk about sleep and places you've slept and what getting into bed mm. means to you and things like that. So I got some questions that I'm going to see if they work. You're my guinea pig okay. for this show. So... First of all, where are you sleeping tonight? I will be sleeping in my bed, which is just over there. <laughs> in my so you in your bedroom at the moment? Yeah. So is it your studio? Is yeah, that's right. I've made a little den in my wardrobe for my studio, and it's just across from my bed, so that's quite handy. <laughs> <laughs> Bijou. <laughs> it makes getting out of PJs a little bit difficult. <laughs> So are you are you a night owl or a morning rooster? I actually think I'm a bit of both. I think I love staying up late and also I love early mornings. I think it's the... Can we just clarify what is staying up late? <laughs> what is late and what is uh, morning? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, actually, I, I used to stay up a lot later than these days, but... Um, I I think my late kind of time, even if it's just at home, would be probably about four, would be like a, a kind of cut-off point where I can no longer four be... Four in the yeah. morning is a late. <laughs> where I can no longer oh, be right. of any worth for anything. I had I had 11 <laughs> in my head as late. I suppose that's the difference in our ages. I was thinking, oh yeah, le- 11's like definitely the time that you should be in bed. But I found I get more tired now, like two is probably quite late for me, especially being at home. But then, yeah, so I sort of get a little bit sleepier earlier now. But it was different with the, when you were on the road, yeah, the routine. exactly, yeah. So what sort of sleep pattern is that? I mean, were you coming back from gigs or were you staying on buses? Yeah, a bit of both really, coming back from gigs. The sort of, the wind down from a gig is quite hard. You know, the um, you're on this like really this high adrenaline kind of buzz and come off stage and then, yeah, go to sleep. You know, like, you know, go back to your hotel or something is quite hard to kind of be in that sort of instant choir as well so do you hang out with the band for a while after the show and like yeah. have a drink and wind down is is it like a slow wind down yeah exactly so we'll either like hang out in the dressing room or um, stay as long as we can there and then either go somewhere um, or go back to the hotel and hang out outside grab a couple drinks hang out outside and um and or in the lounge area or anywhere that will allow us to hang, <laughs> basically. See, I, when I think of a wine down on um, a gig, it's usually in a travel lodge mm. and there's red wine in a mug. Yeah. That's me coming down off a gig. Yeah. And, and it's different, actually, the wine down from like doing my own gigs to the being in a band as well, because it's you're on your own. So it's a slightly different pace and you know um the energy on stage is different as well so when yeah i'm playing with the band 
yeah because it's like you're two different personas mm. I guess um I've seen you as the rock goddess <laughs> with your pick in the air getting the audience to sing along oh. and it's quite a cozy internal mm. thoughtful process when you're doing your solo yeah. stuff yeah those two different sides of you is that how you are in in your life oh um I think so but then I yeah it depends on where I am if I'm at if I'm at home I think I'm quite quiet and in the morning and night so I think they both they're like my quiet times to kind of create where I feel like everything is kind of been done and everything's kind of you know almost sectioned away and then I get this kind of bubble space of just like where I can actually hear the little noises and I, you know and it's kind of an inspiring kind of place so I, I sort of I feel like even though I like staying up and creating late and writing and doing recording and stuff I'll also do the same in the morning because it's before everyone's woken up <laughs> so it's got that little window of just before anything starts to move or you know I think so you like to sort of work in the gaps and the pauses of life. exactly so do you do that's you that's how get I should have said it Kath <laughs> <laughs> you just travel around oh. with me in my mind putting any, everything into I... sense <laughs> oh, no. so this sort of introvert extrovert mm. question I mean someone explained it to me that if you're introvert you can fill up on your own mm. and if you're an extrovert you can fill up with people around you mm. and I thought that because I never quite understood where I sat but I think I, I need to fill up on my own in order to spill out yeah. all over people <laughs> um, <laughs> rather than the other <laughs> rather than the other way around I don't think I get less with no company what about you because with the band I guess you have like quite a it's quite party mm, isn't it yeah yeah actually it's something that I've, I'm still kind of figuring out in some ways because I think I've learned to be on my own a lot more these days as I've gotten older and as there's not there's a little less going on I guess in so many ways you know obviously with COVID and all of that sort of stuff happened and you know the sort of reflecting time was given to us and um and so you learn different things you know your lifestyle changes as you get older and as your kids get older as you know as your parents get older all these sort of changes and shifts in relationships and things um so I've always kind of thought of myself in some ways as both in a way but I don't I don't like because I feel like that fuel of energy from people, that kind of like happiness and loudness and just like the, even the interactions, even if you're not within it, just observing it, there's something about that that's quite, uh, you know, it's quite amazing and can kind of keep you, keep you going for, for a while. And then there is also the times when I'm on my own that I do get to do the things that I want to do that like you know that fills me up like reading and and writing and maybe doing you know something that I wouldn't normally kind of do on my own and it's private and it's and I do get filled up by that as well so 
do you sleep better on your own or with someone? Mm. I think I sleep better with someone. <laughs> do you like the I cuddle? I love cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I have, um, this is definitely letting you into some secrets, some bedtime <laughs> secrets. I have this, I like soft things, like soft, cute things anyway. I have this. I guess that's why we're friends. <laughs> You're my soft, cute thing, Kath. <laughs> so you like soft, cute things? Yeah, yeah, I have various different kind of cuddly toys that I throw on my bed <laughs> oh. to cuddle up with. Um, are they from being a kid or are most they of my, as an adult? Um, my Eeyore. I've got an Eeyore that's kind of quite floppy and old and I, I kind of cuddle up to him and that's quite nice. <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. But um, and so did you yeah. share? Did you share a room when you were a kid? Yeah, we did. We had um, I had bunk beds most of my childhood. I think we had bunk beds as kids, and I'd share a room with my younger brother, uh, Mark, who we um, I had the bottom bunk. And the bottom, yeah, <laughs> the bottom bunk, and um, and any time I'd go into. The tour bus as well. I'd always have the bottom bunk or the middle. Never went for the top. Because people don't know, but you have to face your feet forward on a tour bus, know, don't yeah. you? So that because they tell you that's the first thing they tell you in a bus. Say exactly um, what they tell you, Kat. Because <laughs> either option oh, isn't oh, great, need, but <laughs> yeah, they say, uh, oh, you need to sleep with your feet facing forward because if we break suddenly, and your head yeah. is the other end, you'll break your neck. Or you and break it's like, your ankles. Goodnight. <laughs> yeah, you break your ankles or you break your neck. And you're like, good night, everyone. <laughs> right, we're going across America. Yeah, exactly. Sleep tight. <laughs> yeah. San Diego, oh. here we come. <laughs> Hobble we come. <laughs> so you shared a room. Do your family sleep well? Like you were talking about growing mm. up and we see a lot of our parents. I know that because we talk about that a lot yeah, together. So what about your family, either side of you? Do they sleep well? Uh, no, I think we're, we are a family of night owls, really. We don't, um, we don't sleep very much and definitely didn't sleep that much as a kid. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time, but like, you know, with our kids kind of either wanting a day off or something, because <laughs> either because <laughs> yeah. they're too tired or... <laughs> And uh, and yeah, weirdly, I can I can relate to that and and remember as kids, me and my brother would, my brother Mark, we used to stay up till the early hours just playing games and just like just doing little you know, drawing or like just chatting and hanging out and like we'd stay up and mum would be asleep and mum and dad would be asleep and uh, and my dad even my dad used to work as a night porter in a hotel so he slept during the day. So he would be out working at night. Yeah. So it's kind of a, always been a quite a strange, like, lifestyle of sleep, actually, within our family. We haven't really... I think we exist in the the lack of sleep. <laughs> that sort of... <laughs> in that daily fog. <laughs> so did you used to write in the day, you know, when you were first writing with Romeo for... Mm. The magic mm. numbers did you used to write in the evenings or in the day or because mm. you wrote most of that at home didn't yeah. you and so if your, your mum was asleep <laughs> but you were awake yeah did that continue with the music yeah I think it did my mum and dad made 
a little space for Romeo, which was the front room, and we kind of turned it into a studio. And so he would be in there, like, till, you know, all hours kind of doing things in that room. And would get, you know, I'd get invited to either press record or, you know, whilst he'd be doing something. You'd get- <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, great. <laughs> you know, at two in the morning or something. And then, you know, we just said, and then as those years kind of, went on like that as well we we we'd write like whenever it happened you know it wasn't we were lucky in that way to kind of just sort of be allowed to just kind of be creative and not really stick to a sort of like a routine or like a sort of you know bedtime had to be this and you know this I remember as well when um my daughter Maisie she would when she was really young, ideas would come to her at night, and I um I said that she could keep a notebook by her bed, and she could just um and the, a light that if something came, you know, that she could write it down, and that it was allowed and it was okay that she you know that if she had a night, I love that because yeah. she that's good parenting. She'd come there. up with some great ideas at night. You can't let those ones go go away <laughs> yeah because they're never there in the morning yeah are exactly they? <laughs> you had Maisie quite young and you were on the road young and then how so how did you work out that sleep how did you marry being a mum on the road and the the sort of routine when the routines are quite different how, how did you because yeah. I also had I know, Louis on the as road well. yeah and then, that was our first um, oh. chat. I think we had was about it that. was yeah <laughs> yeah. What was that at the a festival? Yeah, it was a festival. I always remember what you said. I um I said how do you how do you do, how do you do this? You know, having kids and and music. There's one thing I'd always remember that you said was um just make sure you have ten or twenty minutes to yourself before going on stage because that headspace of and I think I was like saying, you know, sometimes when I'm on stage, I'm not, you know, I want to be there fully, but you're worrying, you know, that uh, your kids are either with you, you know, they, where are they? <laughs> you're looking, yeah. looking for them on stage, like, where are they in the crowd? <laughs> but yeah, how, how did we, um, it was tricky, I think. And like, I, I, um, I had Maisie, yeah, young, and I actually found out, uh, when I was pregnant when I was on the road and that was um you know as we were in America yeah it was crazy to think that this world could exist with another I wouldn't have even like thought of like even mixing them together really or even would know what the other world was like having a kid you know because you don't really do um, you can oh, yeah. you can tell yourself that yeah I can do this you know and I think you just make certain things happen a lot of parenthood is that really and so did she sort of did her sleep pattern sort of start to match yours mm. on the road when we first had Louis and we'd been going to like NCT or whatever yeah, it is yeah. you know like t- children <laughs> like how to have a baby <laughs> kind of things and they um and there was like loads of the mums were reading these books and it was like put your child down at seven and do not go to them if they cry and all of this stuff and I was like whoa this is just mental mm. and there were so many like there was like two different mm. sets of parents who were doing these two different ways of yeah. of routine and I was thinking well how does that work when 
you're in a car for seven hours yeah and then they're backstage with you exactly and then you have to leave them for an hour and a half to go and sing yeah. and then get to a hotel yeah. or wheel them out through a venue when it's a club night yeah. or oh. you know, where's the book disco for that loadout. please <laughs> disco, disco loadout. loadout child in one arm bass in the other yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh bloody hell it's, it's dub it's dub tonight she's definitely going to wake up God, I remember that so much. And I remember I remember being like really heavily pregnant and having to do these Africa Express gigs and like being on the side of the stage and having these like crazy like rhythms and like things and Maisie would be kicking away in my belly <laughs> and like go to, to, to you know and like and I just remember standing on the side of the stage having a total moment thinking, Oh my god, this is this is different. You know, this is like and I'm about to go on stage to perform and I'm you know pregnant and you know there's not just it's not just me now basically it's yeah, not just I me now that. and um and it's the thinking about what you've known all your life and how you kind of grew up and all the things that you learned to to be really now had to had to have a huge consideration for something else you know had to kind of factor yeah. in someone else's sleep and someone else's you know but I remember that and I think definitely her sleeping you know she still struggles with sleep now you know um is it is it like a pass on do you sleep <laughs> yeah. and she stays awake yeah, exactly <laughs> but like the thing is I think there is it was good enough for me <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a thing and I can't like if she can't sleep I can't get on with her <laughs> But yeah, I think there's um there isn't like um a real I remember wanting to manage both like as well, like do the the all night, the all nighter with with her when she had colic and you know the the sort of like the getting up at late at night and you know staying up all night and then also wanting to be in the studio till the till we got it right you know until we laid down yeah. that track or having to wake up in the morning to do the the radio show or the you know the press thing and that photo that you had to do and oh you know and and, and wanting to do both and and realizing that maybe <laughs> maybe I was <laughs> practicing for no sleep all my life <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems you see, I, I'm, you know, I'm often saying to Neil like, "Oh, let's watch this film," and I'll put it on within ten minutes yeah. and fast asleep with my mouth open, <laughs> spilling the tea on my knee. But so I, I can fall asleep really quickly. One of my main reasons for thinking about doing this podcast is that um, I listen to podcasts to get mm. to sleep. Now, I love hearing people chatting mm. as a as kind of comfort. Mm -hmm. That's my sort of way of winding down and getting to sleep and and feeling sort of connected mm. with people. Mm. Do you listen to music or do you listen to podcasts? Or yeah, sometimes I have done the podcast. Or read. Yeah, I mean, I like reading as well, but when I'm tired, I sort of end up reading the same page like ten yeah. times. <laughs> the same word. <laughs> yeah. Um, sleep. Yeah. Sleep. <laughs> sleep. Uh, yeah, I kind of. I, the thing is, even though I sort of struggle to get to sleep sometimes, I actually can sleep quite quickly when I do 
like when it does just happen like and I can like luckily I, f I find it easy to sleep in the van or you know um, sitting up like on a plane or like you know anywhere that I can lay my head I would sort of go okay I can fall asleep now and take a nap <laughs> but yeah I, I haven't really to be honest I I find like I can't sleep much with things going on because I either tend to um, listen to the whole album oh, and like wonder how did they get that snare sound on that track <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and is that panned all the way to the left or is it <laughs> <laughs> and, I know uh, I found music quite distracting like that yeah. I couldn't listen to music to go to sleep because I know it's it's work it is it's, it's work constantly it's like you're thinking mm. oh that's a good idea for a song or like you know and now I tend to listen, if I'm really, really struggling, I'll tend to listen to like sounds like um, like a gong bath or something. <laughs> like, you know, get, get all Who are you? into these like <laughs> yoga nidra sounds. <laughs> yeah. So it used to be that you'd like, you know, you'd collapse in a party or exactly. sleep on a long haul flight yeah. or in a tour bus. And now you're in in your cosy bed with your cuddlies yeah. listening to gongs listening to gongs exactly <laughs> it's the new rock and roll it's the new rock Michelle. and roll that's it yeah. <laughs> my next album um, is good <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for talking to me about Aww. sleep I hope it wasn't too painful no it's okay I liked it it's a good idea for a podcast actually it's really good what do you well let's see can I ask you a question what's uh, oh god is when, this how it's gonna be <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that when is your when is your favourite time to when is your gap in between it all to have a moment either where something lands or you grab something well all through January I've been doing a, a poetry workshop where you have to go on zoom from 9 till 10 and I, I've done every single day so far and I can't quite believe that I've done that, but just the routine of getting up at a certain time and going straight to creativity mm. and not knowing what's going to happen has actually it's felt so anchoring and grounding mm. and, and special because you know what it's like when you're a musician or a songwriter or a writer. You you know, you don't have a routine unless there's a tour manager telling you when to get up yeah. and get into yeah, the bus. Yeah, yeah. Or unless you make that happen. I come into my studio, which is next door to the house, yeah. and it's like that little sort of secret mm. place. I like feeling mm. that you can make something creative secretly and yeah. giggle to yourself if it's rubbish yeah. or that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, you should do this. Yeah, no. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe like it should be you doing this podcast, no, not no, me. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> It was like... a great question, Michelle. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's oh. good. That's the beauty of the first, isn't it? Did you used to have a song sung to you? This is my last question mm. now before we say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Is there a song or a lullaby that you really? remember as a child or that you sing to your children oh yeah i had one i have one with Maisie. i would when she couldn't sleep um we'd put on clear de lune she'd go to sleep to that she loved that it still works actually and she can kind of oh does it yeah or i'll sing um i'd sing river to her um, joni mitchell yeah joni mitchell yeah 
Oh. Yeah. But um Lucky girl. Yeah, those are the those are the ones really, I'd say. Oh. Well, thank you so much um, for being my first special guest. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Stoddart.